Number six. There were low, very low tides at Bodega Bay, and these sand flats stretched for miles. And it was nothing to see one of these poor wranglers running after a, a seagull that was flopping along just six feet ahead of him for miles. And they couldn't get Charlie back in again. And poor Charlie with the beak, you know, wired up. They thought, I want to put this poor thing, what's going to happen? But they did. He did come in. The SPCA was on the set a lot. Um, and the script girl actually started to be a great protector of these birds. And they actually built an aviary onto the set for birds that had been hurt or injured, and she would t take care of them. How do you keep these birds contained? You literally had to put a net around the entire operation. Number seven. They had to net the whole set. The inside of the house was inside yet another canvas house, so that when all these damn birds got out, which they <laughs> would, of course, the, the poor wranglers could catch them. And then the camera would poke through a hole and they had crates in the back of the chimney with these, like, uh, pull-out things. And then they would pull them out, and the birds would swoop down. And number eight? Ray Berwick, who was the um, main handler, he had um, a crow, or a raven, I believe he was, uh, named Buddy. And Buddy was trained, and so he was sort of like the leader. He could tell him when to peck your hand and, and do things like that. There was one named Buddy, very beautiful raven who uh, I became friends with. In fact, he was so nice, he couldn't even be in the movie. He was so sweet. And he'd come hopping into my dressing room on the set and he'd hop up on my dressing table. And, um, and he, was just, he was just fun. It was just, you know, they're so smart. Here's where Vern Cartwright, as an 11-year-old girl, one of the stars of the show, here's where you get a glimpse of the technical expertise that Alfred Hitchcock enjoyed the technical aspect of remotely controlling the birds and the audience for that matter, number nine. A lot of those birds were uh, cardboard cutouts and um, sort of stuffed birds that were all put on the wires and they just kept adding to them and adding to them. And I asked him, I ever the curious child, um, I asked him, I said, well, isn't it going to look fake on camera? And he says, no, because he interspersed real birds with them. And he says, your eye, it's the illusion. You see movement from one, you assume that they're all moving. And it's absolutely true. You sit there and you watch that movie and you could swear that they're all moving just by interspersing live ones here and there. I mean, he had so many things. You want to hear what it sounds like with that movie and what makes you scared? especially Ben Lyons here at 710 ESPN. Listen to number 10. He would just show you the blocking of where you would be and then just took the reactions as they came. They had hammer heads, you know, with birds' heads on them, and they would have these, like, hand puppets and, and all sorts of things that had bird heads on so that they could control them and stuff. And those were heads on hammers. And then they just had the prop people standing behind just beating the door so it would actually get the, the actual looking like it was ripping through. Now listen to the remote control master, Alfred Hitchcock, answering the young girl, Vern Cartwright, the 11-year-old, as she says to him, but you have us pretending to open a door, but there's no door. Oh, this is just... This is the technical aspect of remote control in the art world. 
making movies. Number 11. This is film. This is the, the illusion of movie making. You know, and indeed I had to reach off camera and open a door that wasn't there. So when I opened the door, indeed, the light came on as if the daylight was streaming in the door. And nobody in the world can say there wasn't a door there. I said, well, aren't you going to know that there's no, no door there? And he says, but how would I be able to see you? And he said that it's all done with light. And it's true. I mean, Rod Taylor goes like this, and he pulls it, and the shadow hits it. Nobody knows there is not a door there. He said to me, that's the magic of movies. The magic of movies is in the technical expertise in remotely controlling what you're seeing, be it the actors, be it the birds. Believe it or not, this topic today of remote control is actually something we all need to learn in our lives. And coming up next, you're going to hear the nurturing aspect of how to remotely control our world from Coach Gino Ariema. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN. Get smart. Just what are you getting at? Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Like this. Medical advice from Cedar Sinai, head of orthopedic surgery. Are you kidding? With a far rockaway attitude and a little drizzle of mozzarella. Well, it's important to me. Search Weekend Warrior in the space bar. Like this. And click on Doc's picture. I see. Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page.